Hey everyone, I'm back. Back for another great conversation here on Instagram Live. I'm your host, Darren Jenkins, and this is Drop the Mic. And on today's conversation, we're going to welcome Dakota Loesch, uh, a brilliant actor, a screenwriter, which I just discovered tonight. Um, but he's here to talk about his role in the as the stranger in the, the film that is screening right now, Silent River. And we're going to welcome him into the room so we can have a conversation with Dakota. Hey, man. How you doing, Darren? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for taking the time and joining us on the to chat a little bit about you and, and the film. Thanks for having me. Don't threaten me with a good time. I'm liable to have one. So <laughs> I'm here. Before we get started, I have to ask, that background is kind of dope. Yeah, that's my what? back there. Is it? <laughs> yeah. It's a like a little collage, like, well, this one is the kiss by Clint, but then it's a collage of like um photos from uh the factory andy warhol's the factory and then class <gasps> so you know you're gonna, so you're gonna get liza minnelli in the dressing room back there but you also get joan of arc 1926 so you get a nice oh that is so i'm a big that's 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 dope that's so yeah, cool these are my homies i check in with you know what do you think about this script you know and you know my mom always raised me like with uh, in touch magazines and stuff and would be like, you know, Brad and Jen broke up. I'm like, who's that? That's from your church group. She's like, no, Brad and Jen, <laughs> you know, so. I'm just uh, I used to do the same thing. I would, I used to collect interview magazines. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I mean, and, and like have all, all these collages of like, you know, fashion and all the, all the, you know, all the club people who I was hanging out with at the time. And totally. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That throws, throws me back. Fran Leibowitz wrote a great movie review, uh, in interview called I cover the waterfront was the name of the title. Uh, like all movie reviews, like whatever was playing on the blocks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Obviously, you know, you know, people, a lot of people my age don't know, but like it was like movie by movie, movie house by movie house, you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. playing different things for limited amounts of time, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which seems like such a cool time to be catching movies. And it does, right? I mean, it was a, it's, um, it's a different, it's a different era. A lot of people will never get to understand that, that experience. Yeah. And there's a little bit of it in LA because there's like this boutique, uh, you know, theater scene and it's popping up all over really where you got your indie theaters and, you know, your DIY theaters that are out of warehouses or whatever. So yeah, yeah, yeah. here to see cool off the beaten path, older movies or what have you in the proper religious setting, the theater, you know? Mm, mm. So, you know, I'm curious, like, where, when did you when did you get into film? Like when, like how young were you when you were like, I kind of like want to pursue this. Like what was your entry point? So, I mean, I guess I first started to want to make movies when I was like eight or nine and, but like I was born. Mm. And so this is the era where we pre-digital, you know what I mean? I remember seeing yep. my computer. And so back then it'd be like, if you were lucky an uncle would have like one of those big shoulder mount, JBC 
straight to like the the VHS tape recorders, you know. I had one of those. <laughs> there you go. Now we're talking. So that's what that was like all I knew of filmmaking. And I'm from Illinois, so you know, you come up mm. in in the you know, the middle of the country. It's where they want movies to work, but you don't know how to work in movies out there necessarily. Mm, right, right, so right. I always, I always loved them and I was always obsessed with them. I just didn't know. It took me a while to realize people made them. And then it was like, oh, you can work in movies? Oh, that's a whole different thing. Mm. Well, if you're if you're from Illinois, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't go the comedy route, which a lot of people ended up doing, going for Second City and and that and that whole um, genre. Um, yeah. Like growing up, I was mostly in punk rock bands. That was like my first foray mm. into like you know live performance and stuff like that. But you know, I think everyone from Chicago's got a little clown in them. Watch. <laughs> Are you so wait? Uh, so are you a musician as well? Do you play? Yeah, I played in punk rock bands for like fifteen years, from when I was like fifteen to thirty, and then I kind of fell into acting through that. Like acting in music videos led to acting in short films, led to be like, oh yeah, there's like theater, and oh you can act in movies. Let's do that. That's sounds- <laughs> you know what's really funny about this conversation is so I was kind of looking at some stuff on you online you know me and you haven't this is the first time we're meeting right but yeah, good to meet you i i watched your trailer for anchorage Heck yeah. um i've seen you obviously in silent river and i came to this conclusion and i feel like i'm pretty spot on i'm which is creepy i feel like you had like my characterization for you as a character as an actor was that you're like this throwback to like a like an 80s or 90s like very like rebel edgy um acting type per i i actually likened you to like i, I was like what film would i have put him in i and i instantly came with 12 monkeys <laughs> I was like, you could have put him that easily. Like giving him the spider, yeah. You know what I mean? No, I totally yeah. love that. Thank you very much. Yeah, just yeah, I, yeah. There's like a whole like slew of like '90s actors. Like one of my, my acting um, like mentors is uh, Deborah Kara Unger, who was in mm. like you know Cronenberg's Crash in like yep. Silent Hill and like you know the, a Green Day video called The Boulevard of Broken Dreams. And just like is. And disappears into every role. The game, Fincher's the game. Yeah. You know, and just disappears into every role. And I worshiped at the, like, school of D'Onofrio. For, I still do. You know what I mean? Like, so, Oh, he's so good. Go back a generation farther, we can go to, like, John Cazal, you know, and we can talk about Oh, uh, yeah. We can talk about Bill Duke, you know what I mean? Like, Bill Duke. When they show up, they kind of steal the show. You know what I mean? And yeah. they, they like to hop around, make their own work. Get, get lost in different roles so you never know quite what to expect from them you know what I mean those are like those are the those are the actors who make it so like make you so like you see the performance on screen you're like you know because it's like I want to go to there yeah you, you can see them like transform on the screen yeah it's crazy and even, like, you look at, like, Jeff Bridges, who, like, got that advice from his dad, Lloyd Bridges. Because Lloyd Bridges originally is in, like, Sea Hunt. You know, he's, like, Mr. Yep. Skin Diver, right? But then does comedies and comes to be known for the rest of his career as a comic actor. 
and right. you know, get Jeff Bridges like just don't ever do that don't let him know what what's coming next don't ever do the same thing twice you know what I mean mm. like, try to avoid the trope of always being that one thing you know mm. so what, too. you can get you can always play heavies but always play them different oh absolutely I think that's what um like you mentioned D'Onofrio to me that's him like in a in a in a you just described him perfectly yeah. he's always something he, he'll play a heavy but it's never the same never it is yeah. like something different you know every time yeah and there's so many shades to it too and it's just like that's an exemplary career right there to me that's mm -hmm. like off the bat first picture is a kubrick picture where you steal the pit you know he was like private pile next right. movie, he takes a year off to lose all that weight he's thor in adventures and babysitting <laughs> You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like punk heartthrob who saves the day. And yeah. I tell people he's my favorite director, or favorite actor, and they're like, who is that? And then I'm like, oh, you know, the serial killer in the cell, the bug in Men in Black, uh, Abby Hoffman in Steal This Movie. Uh, and they're like, that's the same person? It's the you know? same person, dude. That's the kind of work I like. That That's the kind of work that is, I think is worth striving for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. I mean, so you, you, so your you your bio kind of you was spot on you you said self-proclaimed lifelong movie lover you <laughs> yeah I you have know. a lot of knowledge yeah sorry about that I, no i love that i think that's fantastic because um today i think it's unusual in, in a lot of ways, right? Because yeah. not speaking to any actor or anything, but I just think that a lot of times actors get into it for like different reasons, not necessarily because they dove deep into the cinema and they under the, and it's become a like a fan of the cinema, and it's okay. Like I think everybody has their thing, but you know. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I don't know how else to do it. I just like loved it from the from day one i was raised on movies i think we all are you know like this yep. one, like the american art form or whatever it's like everyone was plumped in front of a tv or back in the day in a theater all day long you know what i mean my yep. mom always tells me stories like her best friend penny their family ran a theater so they just go all day long and watch butch cassidy and the sundance kid over and over and over again i think i got affected by that in utero because i now have a william goldman tattoo nobody knows anything <laughs> but um you know what i mean like I've just always w worshipped movies and the most and like I, I worked every role you could on crew too before I got in front of the camera or fine wow. or whatever so I just like have a full love for the entire process like pre-production production post I love it all you know so wow so have you directed yet that's what the, that's the one I'm really inching up to now so I'm getting ready okay to do, like this film I just made with my friend uh, Anchorage, he directed it, I wrote it, we both acted in it, and just watching my friend Scott Monahan, who was the director on it, and my, you know, co-creator on it, like, watching him run the show, it's like, I so want to do this, I'm so mm. by him, watching Chris on set, cool thing about being an actor is if you love directors, you're going to get to work with a lot of them, you know, if you just start as a director, you're not going to get to work with a lot of directors, you know what I mean? Right, right, right and lunches and festivals and galas but so it was kind of like the long con like if i ever do want to direct being an actor would be a great way to get started you know like, yeah see how everyone works and see what's out there and what you would like to pick and choose if if you did do it 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what was your first? What was the first thing you ever did? What, what, you know, was it film, TV? Was it theater? Have you done theater yet? I did. I mean, I did like school plays as a kid. I was the big bad wolf in second grade. Oh, he was edgy from right from the beginning. Elvis number one, you know what I mean? So, but I think the first time I ever saw myself on film was a movie for a band I was in at the time called Animal City. And we shot 16 millimeter because a friend was, they had like a thesis project. They had all this film left over. We shot a little music movie for the band and just seeing it on a big screen. There's like a Birdman shot where it's like, I'm looking straight forward at you. And then you realize that's a mirror because here comes my face, you know what I mean? And just <laughs> that was like, whoa, I can be on the screen? Uh-oh. Wow. I think here, and that was just like, Eureka, I want to do that, you know? Mm. So that was yeah. like 2007, you know? Oh, wow. And then it was yeah. like making music videos for the band, and then first time I really got into film was like in the last five years or so, you know? Okay. Short films, feature films, Yeah. What's uh, so? Would you ever like? Do you think you'll ever do theater? Do you, is is oh, yeah. something? I do a lot of immersive theater out here in Los Angeles, which is okay. Theater with like, there's no stage, there's no seats. You as an audience member or an actor oh. in the theater. There's a really popular one in New York called Sleep No More. It's like a staple of the genre of the medium um, that's been going on for a long time. I just got to work with uh, a bunch of people who've worked there before. Um, at this D&D thing um, down in San Diego, which mm. was a lot of fun, too. But, um, yeah, that's kind of been my bread and butter out here is just working in immersive theater. Wow. Wow. So, um, so let's... Going threat. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a long time. Yeah. That's, wow. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So, so let's talk. Let's get into this character you, you, yeah. you play in Silent River, uh, the yeah. Stranger. Um, tell me about like how did you how did you approach playing this character? Um, I mean, cliche, most cliche thing in the book, obviously. Like it's all in the page. Like everything Chris wrote was like there. It is right there. I read it. It was a beautiful strange magical scary dangerous ancient new kind of you know like it was all there kind of an interesting world and it kind of intimidated me a little bit um so i just started thinking about like okay what are some things we can ground this character i remember first of all like the first thing when i was like thinking of like um a re-envisioned west or like some magical desert like sam shepherd came to mind so i started reading some stuff from sam shepherd's body of work because it's always like a reimagined west you know and then it was like oh this character is uh k-ron you know like taking the souls over the river sticks and then it's like what's some music we can ground it in uh mm. like for the voice it was like chris christopherson 72 like you know like why why me lord you know, like, kind of like, so that was a lead. And then, like, as a, as a spiritual lead, it was like, Nina Simone, go to hell, okay? Like, oh, 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 wow. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. Disparate pieces from different mediums, and you put them together, and what do you got? Bippity-boppity-boo. And then, and then that all kind of goes away day of, and you're, like, across from you is West or Amy, and there's nothing to worry about. And, 
you've got your words figured out and then it's the easiest thing in the world, you know, mm. just trying to keep up with them. They're, you're only as good as the person across from you. So, you know, it's Max or it's West or it's Amy. And then it gets really easy because they're all outstanding. Uh, with that, you know, on that same note, what, what do you think makes a good scene partner? Like what's a, what, you know, um, someone who's listening, that's the biggest one, you know? You can tell when someone's waiting for their next line, but uh, that's, that, that never occurred on this show at all with any mm. people. I've never experienced this with any of these people on anything I've been on. That's like, you know, just like a basic building block. You have to be listening to the other person. And, and then everything comes from there. Then it's a lot of just like spices and flavoring. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, like, the, like the, the most basic Adam building block is like someone who listens and then someone who you're listening to i mean it's on you as much as it's on them so yeah yeah just find a nice teeter-totter and then it's ali and fraser the rumble in the jungle you know so is there is there i mean uh, obviously um there's not always time for you to kind of um work together on lines that kind of thing um yeah. some especially i think what chris said is 13 days something this was shot in 13 days this is yeah there's not a lot of it's got to be a pretty efficient set you know yeah absolutely so yeah maybe the other biggest thing it or maybe it's even supersedes that would be trust you know you just got to trust these people you're with because you're going to be in some interesting situations Thing, plans might fall through to no one's fault, you know, like force majeure is worked into contracts for a reason, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, so, and just like trusting other people and like that sense of like community, we're all going to get it done together. That's what I makes me feel reassured in a scene partner. Because then we could do any accent, any language, any word, whatever it calls for, we can do that as long as we can do this, you know? So, right, right, right. Well, the, you know, I was really interested in me you um talking to you about this because your your so your time on the screen was very memorable. Like Thanks super creepy much. dude. <laughs> <laughs> it, it felt it felt like there's that scene where Wes is walking to the car and you're like, Come on man, I I, I just kept thinking this is the you, devil, yeah. man. This is so the devil. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, if I see this dude, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not pulling over. I'm not stopping. Mm -mm. Thank you very much. Thank you kindly. Again, just all, all on the page, all Chris. And then it was just being like, okay, I only got like two or three times to really scare him or like, sh like thinking just like, you know, cause I'm also a screenwriter, producer, you know, getting ready to be a director. So like getting to step back and think of it this way, like, okay, you got two or three scenes to really make an impact and, and make the stakes worthwhile, you know? Right, right. So be afraid to scare them a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Tried to save some stuff, and, and Chris was always like, try some stuff, you know what I mean? And, and it, it, his script was the guiding light on all of it. Plus, everyone around is brilliant, has great ideas. There's no lack of good ideas around, and mm. I'm best idea wins, so yeah. uh, let's try this, let's try that, and it was fun. It was fun to try to. It's fun to be that character sometimes. Try to like, you know, 
take the piss out of someone a little bit or scare them a little bit, sneak up on them, but not in like a jump scare way. Right, right, right. Slow boil, you know, like the frog doesn't know it's in a boiling pot. If you slowly turn the temperature up, that old tail. <laughs> so yeah, little, little, uh, like a Frank Booth light, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious yeah. well Wes was on he said you got yeah. oh, plus uh, you guys having to sleep in the desert kind of adds to the you know building a great relationship with your other co-workers I guess oh um, yeah. yeah and like you know Wes and Amy were there at, as far as I was involved from like the beginning they were there right came in and did an audition with the Sam Shepard poem called The Peacock Killer, which is an interesting <laughs> one. But uh, I came in for the two of them and for and for um, Chris, who filmed it. And it was like, from the beginning, I felt this sense of community. And already I'm like, okay, we're off to a great start. And there was like a mutual respect amongst all of them. And right. a intelligence and an idea for what was going on. And, you know, just good vibes there. And it was like, if this is the foundation we're building the house on, we're, we're off to a great start here. So, mm -hmm. and I hoped I got the role. I was like, <clears throat> what drew you, what drew you to this production? Uh, my connection was through Amy Sang. We were in a film together called Love Shot, directed and written by our friend, uh, Stephen Fine. Um, and that was our first time working together. And it was like, let's just work together as much as possible, keep each other in mind. And Amy uh, suggested me to West and Chris and let me do like a, a little tape thing like I was just describing. Right. And, um, yeah, and the, the rest is history, you know? The rest is history. It's yeah. very much, a, the, that's one thing that I think people don't realize is that it's really important to like, you know, when you're working on these on these sets to kind of you know make your bed you know make you know because you never know who you're going to work with again and a lot of it is very much word of mouth and you know i i remember the i was i think one of the second or third films i worked on was um um distinguished gentleman and i didn't audition for um what was it um malcolm x but i got the i got invited to to um audition because i was indistinguished only because i was on time on, on set all the time because i was a professional because you know so um got the role in malcolm x you're saying mm -hmm. beautiful yeah, that's, I think, you know, you got to make sure you make your bed, leave your bed look nice and, you know. Yeah. And like I was telling you, you know, I've, I've been the newest PA on set. I've been the boom operator, you know, imagine. Mm. Uh, you know, so I've played every role and finally made it to acting, which I love so much, as much as I love everything else. So if I'm number one on the call sheet day one, I ask the newest PA how they like their coffee and I get it for them in front of everyone because we're not playing that. We're, we're playing, we're making a good movie and that means best idea wins. We're all on the same team here. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know there are hierarchy things for certain reasons and we need them in place for whatever you, whatever people tell me. But um, also we're not doing that, you know, like at a certain extent. Like we're all here to make a great movie. Let's just do that. What, um, what, do you still 
get nervous like like um during auditions and how do you how do you deal with the deal deal with it? how do you use that energy oh i'd be nervous if i didn't get nervous i know that sounds weird <laughs> but no like that means that's that like uh potential energy before it turns into kinetic energy you know like uh, all you've built up until this very point you know you're at a zenith point and you're about to cross over no that's good I, I, it, it's not comfortable i don't like it it's not my favorite. right part of the process right. if i didn't feel it then i'm worried then i'm like oh i'm phoning it in i don't care about it i'm not challenged by it i'm not scared about it i want to be scared i want to be scared. right we've all done plenty of not scary easy unimpactful work in the long run and i don't want to do that no more it's a little boring right i mean yeah no I'd rather you... like challenging work or whatever you know what i mean mm. is there I mean, like um a, a, like is there a role that you you're longing for uh i would like to do um i would like to do i'd like to be a baddie in like a star war or something oh yeah you I know could I see mean? that I totally like admirals is like um sir it's like it's like you didn't phone it it's like you know i went over vader's head or whoever the baddie is not the lead baddie like i'm like the the not think about it admiral I could see you as a Darth, dude. I could actually see you as a Darth. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, that's sweet. No, I just want to be an admiral of some sort. Oh, you just want to be an <laughs> No, yeah. just one of the admirals that end up, Darth, Darth ends up, you know. <laughs> Real three. Come on now. <laughs> but I want to be like the John Gazal of choked out admirals. You know what I mean? Nice. Like, go for it. You know? I want to really, you know, so that people go, man, that guy really got killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I believe that saber, you know, <gasps> you know. I believe, I believe Darth was pissed off at him pretty much. Yeah. Hmm. Who Who were some of your acting um, role models? Vincent D'Onofrio, for sure. Um, who else? I mean, I just like I've always liked uh, like standout characters. Uh, uh, oh, why am I blanking on her name from? Uh, from SNL, early SNL, Roseanne, Rosanna, Dana. Oh, um, Gilda Reiner. G- Gilda, Gilda Reiner. You know, like, just, like, get lost in a character. Oh, my gosh, she's amazing. And, like, Robin Williams is always a hero of mine, like, you know. Just Robin, like, yeah. Like, 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 this, like, street jester who's also, like, trained in Shakespeare and, you know. and He's such a good dramatic actor one of the best one of my favorites yeah and i always said he was one of the quickest like his his time he was quick like he you could say something and he had a he had something to come back with you in seconds it was just insane yeah and there's i don't know some so one of a kind thrilling about it and you know it's just like it leaves an imprint good bad or otherwise it leaves an imprint it's a certain taste you know i I just don't, I don't like things where they, where you disappear. Like I like, I like to be a, a specific ingredient in something. Mm, 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 mm. Not too much, not too little. Just, there you go. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, and it's important. Like that's a lesson you learn the farther you go along. Like what is your, how do you service this piece? What is your place? Right. Right. It's not all grandstanding, like going for like a grand slam or whatever. It's like, no, it's good to be wallpaper. Sometimes that's, that's where, where you can thrive. It's what you're, that's where you're called for for a certain piece. So, mm-hmm. by case basis, you know. Mm. Is there a, 
is there so is tv down the road something you'd want to do as well sure yeah i'm down to i'm i like all of it you know it's, it always seems like storytelling to me whether it's songs poems books movies media now we're in the era of media it's not even movies or television. yeah no it's just content now that sounds good to me that sounds like we got more job opportunities my friend you know what are, I mean? you gonna, are, are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna revisit the music side of things at some point absolutely i mean so i have done a couple scores for immersive shows while i've been out here and oh wow and then the next screenplay I'm working on, the one I want to direct, is way more tied into music and my history and, like, DIY punk tours and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. so I'm always itching to play music, you know. I, one of my... Um, I don't know if you listen to podcasts, but there's a... Um, there's a podcast about The Clash that is really good, really good. Um, I, I didn't get to see, but the... Isn't there... Um, what was the... Uh, isn't there a TV show? It's not about the Ramones, is it? I think there's a TV show oh, about the Ramones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have to see that. I haven't seen it yet. It looked pretty good. I don't know. It looks pretty good. Yeah, I just haven't had so much stuff on, man. It just... I'm telling you, it's so hard to catch up. And I'm still trying to catch up from on stuff from, like, the 60s and 70s, you know what I mean? I just saw, <laughs> yeah. just saw uh, what's it called? Um, uh, the Harder They Come, Jimmy Cliff. We, I, oh, so I just, we just reviewed that on my last, on my other podcast. Dude, oh, I got it. I got to hear it. I got to hear it. Say no more. Oh, yeah. Oh, you looks like we are, have a little bit of an issue here. Before, while we're doing that, I'm going to reset the room. Hi, I'm Darren Jenkins. Thank you for listening to Drop the Mic on Instagram Live. I'm here with the co Dakota Loesch right now. He's having a technical issue a little. Um, I just want to let people know that um, Silent River is currently playing and will be playing on August 4th at the Asian American International Film Festival, which is Thursday, August 4th at 8.15. Tickets can be bought at www.aaiff.org or if you're in L.A., you can Watch the film on the closing night of the Valley Film Festival, Sunday, August 7th at 6.30. Um, and you can get tickets for that at www.valleyfilmfest.org. We're going to reboot this thing here for, in a second. Um, I just lost uh, Dakota, but we'll, bring him, we'll get him back for a few minutes before too long. Um, in the meantime, uh, look, if you're in New York um, or if you're in L.A., this is a film. This is the film that you want to see in the theaters if you can. And because the score for this film is outstanding and it is immersive and it is beautifully shot tomorrow night, um, I will be actually talking um, with uh, another one of the actors on the film, uh, Max Fogno, um, who plays P2 and Patrick on, in Silent River. Oh, he's... Is he back? Hold on. Let's see here. Oh, he's not back yet. Um, so I'll be talking to Max, who is fantastic and 
when you hear some of the stuff he did in the in the film you'd be like wow that's incredible um he, he was absolutely incredible this great casting um uh you know the, the the cast for this film is outstanding so um that's another reason why you want to go and see this film on the screen and the asia society here in new york city is, has a beautiful theater um it's going to play uh, on a great in a great experience this is definitely a place that you're going to want to check it out definitely get your tickets now before they sell out people before they sell out this will be on the opening night of the asian american international film festival now, i've been to that film festival a number of times it's always well done um this one this film silent river will be playing on thursday august 4th at 8 15 p.m so you can get off work you can have yourself a little bite in the in the area you can want to come on over to the theater and join us for a, a great experience and he's back i think he's back there he is so sorry about that. No worries. It's technology, man. If it if it didn't happen more often, I'm surprised, you know. I'm so sorry about that, my friend. My bad. Not a problem. Not a problem. So I have a couple of softball questions for you before we go. All right, better up. Here we go. Chris Chris was like worried. I don't know why he was so worried. This is my bad. No, no, no. That that was my bad. I'm just a bit of a luddite to be quite I, quite honest, I'd still like write longhand and, and mail people messages, you know, so. Okay, let's see here. Um, so, uh, first, what is your favorite movie soundtrack? Uh, first one that came to mind was Hook by this young man named Johnny Williams. You got to check mm. it out. He's going to do some stuff in the industry. I just know it. Um, but yeah, Hook, the Steven Spielberg movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Starring Robin Williams. Okay. Okay. The movies, period. Uh, like, unadulterated, like, n no BS. I love that movie. I could talk about it for another half hour. I will have to write this down. Because we <laughs> saw so my other podcast, the Download Podcast Show, with my um, friend Chris Saunders. What we do is we talk about films and their soundtracks yeah and so you're welcome to come if you ever want to come and talk about hook that'd be awesome too oh i would love to okay well then we'll we will make it happen because um we're always looking for people who know film to kind of come on and talk with us yeah count me in i'd love to cool um what ex what absolutely excites you right now Right this minute, I've been I've been on like a, a year long, um, uh, you know, film tour between the movie Anchorage I made with my friend and you know Silent River, and just like seeing all of these independent films that are coming up right now that people are mm. making, like it feels like we're getting away with stuff. You know what I mean? People are really making stuff that they're drawn to that feels close to them and is challenging, new, strange, and some of my favorite movies I've seen in a long time. So it's really bring oh. and. And it also like gets your gumption up to like try to make cool cool movies, you know, or like better movies going forward. So, yeah, I do I do like a good short. I have a film festival, and uh, so I get to see about two hundred short films a year. Love it. And some of them are like like you know they're from all over the world, and and they're just so 
good. I mean, they're just so good. Yeah, stuff you could never imagine. And, you know, that's been my favorite part is, like, I don't know why I didn't anticipate it, but, you know, having gone to a handful or two of film festivals this year with our movies, you get to see hundreds of movies. So Yeah, that's true. For a lifelong movie lover, I feel like the bell of the ball. I feel like I got the key to the city, you know? This is not on my list, but I'm going to ask this question. What's, do you have a favorite film? West Side Story, the original one, 1961, directed by Jerome Robbins and Robert Weiss. <clears throat> my grandma sat me down in front of it uh, when my mom we would, would take me over to her mom's house and she would sit me down in front of it, the VHS copy, which had the in interlude and the intermission. And I just thought it was a holy text. I didn't even know it was a movie till I was like, I don't know, seven. Oh, wow. I thought it was the word incarnate. And it's one of those movies that's unlike any other movie. It's unlike any other musical. It has a world, a language unto its own. It's strange. It's violent at times. It's beautiful at times. It's like you get a whole smorgasbord of, of feelings and emotions. And, you know, it's worth your time. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, we re we reviewed that movie as well. Um, no. Actually, I think that might have been our fourth film, um, fourth one that we did, fourth episode. So that was a couple of years ago, but we just did the remake. We just reviewed the remake. I was, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised with that. I went out with, to that with like three of my best friends and my mom. We went and got uh, Chinese food um, afterwards. But I was like present, pleasantly surprised with that. I don't know what I was worried. Like it's like Tony Cook. Spielberg. Spielberg, Rita Moreno's an exec producer. Like, what's going to go wrong here? You know? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Um, what is your spirit animal and why? Mm, scorpion, just because, like, the Scorpio stuff and, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't mind spiders. And uh, eight's kind of my number. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I like that arachnid vibe, you know. <laughs> pets they can be whatever you want them to be they're they're char <laughs> the character actors of the they're definitely interesting that's for sure yeah, yeah no doubt about that <laughs> what what tv show character would, would it be most fun to play detective robert gorin from law and order criminal oh my god that's hilarious that's great that's my that's guy. a great one that was like that was my acting school. It was like I bought several seasons of that and just studied oh, him. Yeah. And and then everyone around him, uh, Catherine Irby and Jamie Sheridan and and uh, Courtney D. Vance and right. and B. D. Wong and yep. everyone around. And then every every episode is new cool character actors come out and he outacts them. I mean yeah. that's the premise of the episode. It's like they try to bad act. And yeah try to get away with a bad lie and he's like you can't lie to me i'm a good actor like so yep. that's the subterfuge that's the subtext i always liked not that he's a better actor because there's no such thing right 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 well seeing these heavies and luminaries go head to head him and right. Dominic clip is in the smithsonian for television you know mm. so or that's, that's actually i never really thought about that i mean that's really essentially what the movie the show is about it's it's yeah. each show is each actor trying to one it one up each other. <laughs> yeah, they have their own method and their own style, and you know, like the inside baseball is that's a bunch of New York actors, so they all know each other. They're all yeah, all working yep. on theater off Broadway, off off Broadway together. So it's just cool to watch him mix it up, and you're like getting a sense of an era and a time, and you're just seeing him like it just stretch his legs a little bit. And Catherine Irby is one of the best actors too. Like that is half of that show, you know. So, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I actually used to see, um, I used to see Vincent um, all the time, like um, 
like on the street like he he'd be sit he he this is how i knew he was an interesting dude he yeah. he would be you'd walk down the street and he would be just sitting on a fire hydrant smoking a cigarette just just with just this like really stuff. intense look to himself you know just thinking about stuff. yeah <laughs> and you knew yeah don't go over to be asking for no autograph no no <laughs> he, he's you could tell he was in the middle of a process yeah totally and he, and just like i mean before that you know he was like a bouncer at hard rock cafe when you know his oh that's right like you should try out for this kubrick movie send in a tape you know like you know it's a guy it's a person who's lived a life before they start the life of acting right like they've got a little bit of a one-up because they have so much more to draw from you know this guy yep. was yep. around you know did demolition came up hard you know what i mean yeah so. yeah so what's what's next for you? What are you up to now? Uh, doing anything that you want to tell people about? Yeah, finishing the um, tour for uh, this film, Anchorage, that me and my friend made. That's about two brothers driving a trunk full of opioids from Florida to Alaska. But I Which know. I think is amazing. That's an amazing premise. Thank you very much. Someone called it the easy rider for the opioid age. I really like that. That sounds about right. Yeah. Thank you very much. And then also, we're, um, you know, like uh, finishing up the tour with Silent River. I'm going to be at the one August 7th in. Oh, yeah. That's cool. So I'm really excited to be there and see everybody and celebrate all together. And I think everyone's coming out, Max and Chandra and, and West and Phil and, and, and Amy and Chris and the gang's all here. So that'll be fun. That'd be cool. Next feature I'm going to work on. And um, yeah, I don't know. Enjoying the summer. It's a little, it's a little spicy here. It's a little spicy <laughs> everywhere. So, but you know, still try to enjoy before the fall goes away. I mean, it's nice that you can even get out at all considering it was COVID, you know what I mean? So Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited to be at Valley Film Fest and, and see everybody. And so I hope to see everyone there Sunday. I'm bringing my mom, I'm bringing my auntie, I'm bringing my cousins. So wow. Nice. Yeah. Um, preparing for uh, all the interviews and championing this film and caring about movies. And, and I really appreciate it. And it's always nice to meet a, a fellow film head, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. And we'll definitely, I definitely will have, we have to have you on the download. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yes, please. Don't, like I said, <laughs> or don't threaten me with a good time. I'm liable to have one. Uh, I'm say, hi, mom. Uh, you know, my mom's my mom manager and managers get 10%, but mom managers get 110%. Oh, that that's, that's nice. Well in my Hollywood there. Hey, you got to keep the right people <laughs> close to you, man. That's, yeah, well, that's what I tell you. And all the cousins and all my film. This is like my chosen family. You know, Silent River is a beautiful family. I'm lucky to be the, the knucklehead cousin in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I wish you all the best in in both films and and what you're going. You know, I look forward to when you have a feature directed so I can sit in a the theater and be like, yeah, I know this dude. This dude is dope. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll get together and chat about, you know, Akira and the Empire Strikes Back and Peter Exactly. That's, that's the next one. We, that's right. We gotta get you we gotta get you a role in in uh, Obi-Wan as one of the generals so you can get killed. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry, Lord Vader. I never <laughs> I didn't think he would come. <laughs> <laughs> so great chatting with you, man. 
Great chatting with you too, everybody. Thank you for listening. Um, be sure to get your tickets to uh, Silent River, the Valley Film Festival, which is on the 7th. Tickets are available at valleyfilmfest.org. Asian American International Film Festival, August 4th. Tickets are available at aaif.org. Thanks a lot, Dakota. Really appreciate it. And, uh, Hope to see we'll you soon. Otherwise, I'll see you on the big screen. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate you. Be, for, be sure to follow me on Darren Jenkins 919. Till then, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>